وأقولوا في القرآن ما جاءت به آياته فهو الكريم المنزل وأقولوا قال الله جل جلاله والمصطفى الهادي ولا أتأول الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على عبد الله ورسوله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته we begin as always by praising Allah Azza wa Jal, by asking Allah to exalt the mention and grant peace to our Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to his family and his companions. We've been talking about our children as a gift from Allah Azza wa Jal and a ni'mah. And we're now going to inshallah ta'ala talk about our children as a mas'uliyah, as a responsibility and an amana from Allah Azza wa Jal and a test from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. We still have some uh, evidences to talk about with the children as a gift and a ni'mah. So we're going to begin with those and then we move on to the, the topic of the uh, episode inshallah ta'ala after that. Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَاتَّبَعَتْهُمْ ذُرِّيَّتُهُمْ بِإِيمَانٍ أَلْحَقَنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ وَمَا أَلَتْنَاهُمْ مِنْ عَمَلِهِمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ كُلُّمْ رِئِمْ بِمَا كَسَبَ رَحِيمٍ Allah Azza wa Jal said in Surah Al-Tur, Ayah number 21, Those who believe and their offspring follow them in Iman. We cause their offspring to be joined with them or to be raised up to them. And we do not cause anything from their actions to be lost. Every person is, with regard to what they have earned, they have been, they are rahin, it's mortgaged, it's like a security against their actions or what they have earned. So here, why I brought this ayah is I'm going to quote to you from Al-Imam Al-Sa'di Rahimahullah Ta'ala and what he said about this ayah. Because when you first read the ayah, it would appear first of all that you see it from the point of view of the children who follow their parents being a, uh, being the children following their parents, it being a, a blessing upon the children that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala raises the child up to the parents uh, because the child followed their parents in Iman. But there's also another way of considering uh, this ayah, and for that we're going to quote Al-Imam Al-Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala. Al-Imam Al-Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, Allah Azza wa Jal brings that child up to their parents' level in Jannah. Even though the child might not have done in of themselves enough to reach it. Jaza'an li'aba'ihim As a reward for their parents Waziyadatan fi thawabihim And an increase on in their uh, in, in their reward Or an increase in the child's reward Wama'adhalik And despite this Allah Azza doesn't decrease the parent's reward in anything So here what I wanted to quote to you is where he said Jaza'an li'aba'ihim This is actually a blessing Upon the father And upon the the mother upon the parents that Allah Azza wa Jal brings their beloved near to them in paradise even though those children in of themselves might not have done enough to reach that level but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings them up and it's interesting we said that because the same thing is said about the husband and the wife in Jannah the same thing is said about the husband and the wife in Jannah that Allah Azza wa Jal would raise the husband up to the level of his wife if he hasn't reached that level out of a, a karam or 
a, an act of generosity towards her and honoring her. And likewise, Allah Azawajal would raise a wife up to the level of her husband in, a, in, honoring, uh, in honoring him. So the same thing is said about the children, that it's an honor for the parent, for their child to be raised up to their level, even if they haven't done what their parent had necessarily done. And that doesn't decrease anything from the reward of the parents at all doesn't decrease anything from their reward and it is an increase in reward for the children and Allah gives it to whoever he wills. But this is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah azawajal makes our children and raises up the level of our children to be near to the parents in Jannah. If the parents were more righteous than the children or the parents ended up with a higher level in paradise than the child. So this is something which is uh, praiseworthy and which is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we wanted to mention it among the blessings of children so that we can establish the importance of giving our children the right tarbiyah the right education and the right and their rights so that they can be from the people who are we are together with them by the permission of Allah azawajal in paradise and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha and the hadith is narrated by al-Bukhari and muslim he said, من ابتلي من هذه البنات بشيء فأحسن إليهن كن له سترا من النار The Prophet said, whoever is tested with some daughters, some of these daughters, and he's good to them, they will be a covering or they will be a shield or a barrier between him and between the fire. And this also tells us the blessing, and I brought it specifically because it tells us the blessing of daughters. And the fact that the Prophet ﷺ, he said, uh, that they've been tested, then that we're going to come to the fact that our al-bala, uh, by generally speaking, the word al-bala, uh, it can be lil khayri wa shar, it can be for something which is good and it can be for something which is bad so that doesn't mean that daughters are something bad but your children are a test and definitely uh, your daughters are a test they're a test are you going to be good to them or not good to them and they're a test particularly for the people who had that wrong jahili uh, pre-islamic idea that daughters are something bad so it became a test for them are they going to be good to their daughters or not whoever is good to their daughters then they will be a covering that will be a, a veil or a covering between them and between the hellfire that will protect them from the fire. So this is something really which tells us the virtue of our children, the blessing of our children, and particularly the blessing of having daughters if you are good to them. And likewise, just generally when we talk about children, if you're good to your children and you fulfill their rights, this is the kind of reward you can expect Yom Al-Qiyamah. This mentions daughters, and no doubt there are rewards uh, of different types and different, similar yet different rewards for uh, all of our children. So ultimately, if we fulfill our children's rights and we take them seriously and we think about them and we give them their what is what is what is needed and we do our best to fulfill them properly, then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will give us a great reward for that Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And from the rewards that are mentioned is this reward, which is mentioned in Al-Bukhari and Muslim from the Hadith of Aisha that the daughter will be, the daughters that you are good to, they will be a protection for you from the fire. 
That interestingly and nicely brings us on to the next part of our discussion. Because the Prophet said, Manibturiya, whoever is tested. And that tells us that our children are a test, a trial, and a responsibility. And this is the other side of the the other side of the coin, you know, to look at the other side of our children, not as only as a blessing and a hiba that you can do whatever you want. But like every blessing you are given by Allah Azza wa Jal, that blessing is a test. And that's why Allah Azza wa Jal, He said in Surah Al-Anbiya in Ayah number 35, Every soul will taste death. And we test you. The same word the Prophet used, Manibtulia, Manibtulia, whoever is tested with daughters. Allah said, The same word, we test you. With bad things and good things. And that's why the word Al-Bala is used for bad and good. And so it doesn't mean tested, meaning there is something bad you've been given, but tested with good. You've been tested with good. Particularly in the case of daughters, as we mentioned, is that there may be some people who held on to that pre-Islamic belief that it's something bad. So for them, it's an even greater test because in their, they're trying to shake off this wrong concept and this bad idea that it's something bad. And it still exists among many Muslims today. And I don't think that's an exaggeration that it still exists among many cultures uh, today, that that kind of feeling. But here, even if you see your daughters as being the best thing, it's still a bala, it's still a test. If you see your sons as being the best thing, it's still a test. Your children are a bala, they are a test. And the test can be good or bad, because ultimately Allah can test you with children that are difficult, that are disrespectful and disobedient. La qaddarallahu dhalik, may Allah not decree that for us. And Allah can test you with good with the best children. And Allah can test you with anything in between that. Because the tests of Allah are not restricted to the things which are necessarily bad for us. Rather, when Allah gives you health, it's a test. When Allah gives you wealth, it's a test. When Allah gives you happiness, it's a test. When Allah gives you luxury, it's a test. When Allah gives you a beautiful house, it's a test. When Allah gives you a great job, it's a test. All of these things are a bala. They're a test. They're a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We test you with bad things and we test you with good things as a fitna, an examination, a trial. And that's why it's correct to use the word fitna for our children. And we're going to hear in an ayah that explicitly Allah used the word fitna for our children. They are a test, they are a trial. And to us you will be returned. And there you will get the results. And this seems to be one of the reasons why Allah mentioned because when you're returned to Allah, you will receive your results of your exam. You were examined with regard to your health. You were given a test with regard to your children. You were given a test with regard to your wealth. You were given a test with regard to all of the ni'am of Allah, that the blessings of Allah and the, and the gifts that Allah gave you, the hibah of Allah, the gifts that He gave you, you were given them as a test. And your results, وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ When you go back to Allah, you will receive the result of your exam. 
whether you passed your exam, whether you didn't pass your exam. May Allah Azza wa make all of us from the people of Al-Firdaus Al-A'la, those people who passed their exam with flying colors in the best possible way. SubhanAllah, to think that you'll go back to Allah and there you will see the result of the tests and the trials that you had in this world. And among those things are the trials in good, just like the trials in bad. So it's not right for a person to say, or you know, for example, that it's only if your child is disobedient that you're being tested. Or oh, I've really been tested with my son because he's disobedient. I've really been tested with my daughter because she's disobedient. That's not correct. Rather, you're being tested with the obedient children and the disobedient children. All of it is a test from Allah. So how is this test if it's good? If you're being tested with good children and your child is a blessing, a ni'mah, and a fadl, a grace from Allah, and a hiba, a gift from Allah, al-wahhab, then how are you, how do you pass a test if you're being tested with good? We kind of understand, usually, people have an intrinsic kind of understanding of how to pass a test when the test is bad. Allah has given you a disobedient child and you know your child is nothing but trouble for you. And you kind of have an, an almost natural understanding of how to pass that test. I have to have sabr, I have to keep trying, I have to make dua to Allah, I have to not, you know, turn away from Allah, I have to keep my... People have that kind of intrinsic understanding. But a lot of people might ask the question, if I have an amazing child who is just such a blessing for me, how do I pass my test when I've been given something good? And that is found in uh, in Surah Ibrahim, in ayah number seven, when Allah Azza wa Jalla said, "وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ." And when your Lord declared, "If you are grateful, I will certainly give you more, and if you are ungrateful, then indeed my punishment is severe." So here we are told explicitly that what is required from us when we are given good, when we are tested. Al-Bala with khair, with good and with blessings, that what is required from us is a shukr. What is required from us is a shukr. And that's why I would highly recommend on that topic that if you have time for some extra reading this Ramadan, aside from, of course, your you know your attention you're going to be giving to the Quran and your reading of the Quran, but if you have some time for some extra reading when you're watching this video. Get a copy of Patience and Gratitude by Al-Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim Rahimahullah Ta'ala. This uh, book, which in English is titled Patience and Gratitude, uh, in Arabic it's called Uddat al-Sabirin. Uh, so it's a, the title is a little bit different from Arabic to English, but in English it was titled Patience and Gratitude by Al-Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Beautiful book. And it just talks about the fact that between you always, every Muslim is between these two things. Blessings, which are tests in good, and calamities and troubles, which are tests in bad. And what is required from you in the tests which are good is shukr, gratitude. And what is required from you in the tests which are difficult and hardships and so on is sabr. And there's so much information in that and extra information that you can gain from that. And in reality, when you look at your children, you're going to see that your children could fit into either and maybe during their life will fit into both. 
آباؤكم وأبناؤكم لا تدرون أيهم أقرب لكم نفعا Your fathers and your offspring You don't know which of them is going to benefit you Or going to be closer to benefiting you more Ultimately, you don't know You might think that the child that right now is a test for you Is just a hardship But you don't know that that child might be the one that benefits you the most يوم القيامة You don't know what Allah Azawajal has written For the aqibah, the outcome of you, of them of where they're going to be after you die, of what they're going to do, of tawbah, of changes for good or for bad. You don't know which of your children are going to benefit you more, in this world or in the next. You don't know. So ultimately, it may be that a child goes through both phases. They could be a difficulty for you at times. They could be a, a test of good at times. And that's why our, chi- our children really, it is correct to say that our children are a test no matter what situation they are in. Another ayah which tells us how we deal with the tests which are good uh, is that Allah Azza wa Jal, He said, He said, Act, O family of Dawood, in gratitude. That's the end of the, the ayah. Act, O family of Dawood, in gratitude. And few of my servants are truly grateful. So, what is required from you to show gratitude to Allah Azza wa Jal for this blessing is to act in accordance with it. And this I believe is extremely important when it comes to the blessing of children. And I think if we're talking about the ni'mah of children, and then we're talking about the test which comes from the ni'mah of children, the blessing of children, then this is a test of what are you going to do? As a parent, what are your actions going to be? Allah gave you a gift. Allah gave you a ni'mah, a blessing. Allah gave it to you, and now the question is, O oh parent, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to act in a way that brings about the pleasure of Allah? Are you going to fulfill that child's rights? Are you going to support that child and give that child the tarbiyah they need uh, by the permission of Allah Azzawajal, for them to achieve the, the hopes that you have for them in terms of their religion and where they reach in the akhirah? Are you going to facilitate that and it's in the hands of Allah. Are you going to facilitate that for that child? Are you going to be a cause and a means for that child to achieve that after the tawfiq of Allah Azawajal? Or are you going to be uh, an obstacle for the child to achieve that? So the question is, or oh parent, what are you going to do with this blessing? Act, O family of Dawood. Do actions. That's what's required from you. It's not required from you just to thank Allah with your tongue and say, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah that Allah gave me a child. Alhamdulillah, alladhi wahabani ala al-kibari Ismaila wa Ishaq. Like Ibrahim said, all oh, praise is to Allah who gave me the gift despite the fact that I was old of Ismail and Ishaq. That's thanking Allah with the tongue. But now the question is, what are you going to do? What are your actions going to be? And that's really what the rest of this segment on children is going to cover. As a parent, what are you going to do to thank Allah for that ni'mah? Very few people actually show the gratitude that is proper and deserving for the blessing that they have been given. And that's true for children as much as it is true for everything else. An example of not doing things, you know, an example of, of things not being right 
an example of things not being right, an example of ingratitude. Can we put forward an example of ingratitude as it relates to your children? Yes, we can. And this example is an example given by Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran. Allah Azza wa Jal said, "Huwa الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وجعل منها زوجها ليسكن إليها فلما تغشاها حملت حملا خفيفا فمرت به." Allah Azza wa Jal said, "He is the one who created you from a single soul and made from it its wife, so his wife, so that they may." Find tranquility in one another. This we have spoken about. Then Allah gives an example. Some of the scholars of tafsir, they related this example to Adam. But the correct opinion, and Allah knows best, is this is not, an, this is not something which happened to Adam. السلام, and it's not an example of something which happened to Adam. But it's an example generally of how some parents might respond to the blessing of a child in the wrong way. Allah said, so when he covered her, i.e. he came to his wife in a state of intimacy, she became pregnant. She became pregnant with a single drop. It was only a, something light. It was not a heavy burden. It was something light. And then time went on and she, be, and she became uh, the bird, the baby became bigger and bigger. When the baby became big and it became clear that she was expecting a baby, they both, they both, they both called upon Allah, their Lord. If you give us a salih, and here the scholars of tafsir differed, they some of them said the word salih, it means that the child is healthy. If you give us a healthy child, and some of them said the word Salih is righteous here. I, if you give us a righteous uh, child. And the two, it doesn't really affect the tafsir too much. You give us a healthy child or a righteous child, we will certainly be grateful. If you give us a righteous child, we will certainly be grateful. Surah Al-A'raf from 189 to 190. When Allah gave them that healthy child or righteous child, then those two parents made partners with Allah. They made shirk with Allah in that which Allah had given them. So exalted is Allah over what they associate with Him in partners. SubhanAllah, what an example of the ultimate ingratitude. The example of the ultimate lack of gratitude that a parent begs Allah, Allah, give me a healthy child. Give me a righteous child. And I will promise you that, oh Allah, I will be grateful. And then Allah gives them that child. And the child is healthy. And the child is righteous. And then they make partners with Allah. In the very thing that Allah had given them. In the very thing that Allah had given them. Either by the way that they named the child. Naming the child with a name that is... Uh, against the rules of Islam and constitute shirk, like naming the child Abdul Uzza, the servant of Al Uzza, or Abdul Shams, the servant of the sun, or any of these names that were from the shirkiyat, the, the names that contain polytheism, or in any other way, 
and in any other way that a parent might make shirk, but they made shirk with regard to the very thing that Allah had given them, the very child that Allah had given them, and then they made a partner with Allah Azza wa Jal in that. And less than that, but equally into it's equally an example of being ungrateful, is the disobedience of Allah with regard to that child. Allah Azza wa Jal gives you a child and then you disobey Allah with regard to that very child by doing haram because of them or for them or for their sake or whatever people might justify it. And of course, shirk is the greatest and the most severe example of that. But for a parent to be to ask Allah, oh Allah, please give us a righteous child, please give us a healthy child. And then Allah gives you that righteous child, gives you that healthy child, and then you disobey Allah by making a partner with him or by what is less than that. Then this is the ultimate act of ingratitude towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as Muslims, what do we take from this? First of all, we do call upon Allah. We do call upon Allah to give us righteous children. As Zakaria said, when he called upon his Lord, Rabbi habali min ladunka dhurriyatan tayyibah. Oh my Lord, give me from you good children. Good children, children that are good for me, that are children that bring near to Allah, children that are tayyibah. They are tayyibin. They are good people, good children. And ultimately, that's what we ask Allah for. But we have to understand that when Allah gives that to you, you need to act in a way that is good and a way that is pleasing to Allah. Don't make your children a reason for you to disobey Allah. Don't make it your children a reason for you to turn away from Allah. Don't make your children a reason for you to make shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this example in Surah Al-Araf is one of the most excellent examples and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us that, that wonderful example to understand how a person could be uh, so ungrateful with regard to the children that they've been given. And as I emphasized, I don't think that there's any evidence to say that this refers to Adam and Hawa. Rather, this is from the Israeliyah. I don't think that there is um, any evidence from Islamic texts to, to prove that particular point. So I think it's better that we keep away from that completely, even if it's if it is narrated from some of the Salaf, Rahimahumullah uh, ta'ala wa radiyallahu anhum, that it's narrated that some of them said that. But we see that the source of this, and Allah Azza wa Jal knows best, is the Israeliyat. It's the report from Bani Israel. And so we say this is an example simply of ingratitude generally from some of Bani Adam. Allah Azza wa Jal said in Surah Al-Taghabun, إِنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ فِتْنَةٌ وَاللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ أَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ Indeed, your wealth and your children are nothing but a fitna. Now the word innama here is a word to feed al-hasr. It gives us the benefit of restricting, which means that it tells us that it, we are limited. There's nothing but this. This is the only thing there is. Your wealth and your children are nothing but a fitna, a test and a trial. Wallahu indahu ajrun azim, And Allah has a great reward. Allah has a great reward for those who pass that test and that trial, behaving in the right way, responding in the right way, and realizing that your wealth that you've been given and your children that you have been given are a test for you. And here Allah described them as a fitna. They are a potential cause of misguidance and going astray. 
that potentially could cause you to go astray and could cause you to be taken away from the path of Allah but they could also be a reason for ajrun azim a great reward in the sight of Allah we're going to continue that theme in our next episode inshallah the theme that our children are a test and a responsibility and we're going to talk about that so that we can really understand I believe if we can understand how great of a blessing our children are and we can understand how great of a test and responsibility our children are then we really are approaching the rights of the children with uh, full concern and attention we're going to give our full attention to the rights of the children because we realize what a blessing they are a gift they are a test they are and a responsibility they are that's what we had time for and allah knows best Assalamu alaikum. If you're enjoying these videos and you'd like to keep up to date with all of the courses we're going to be running, make sure you head over to amauathome.com.